Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets, your favorite dairy podcast. It was another week where butter was the star of the show on the CME, and as a result, Class 4 milk also showed some gains from a week ago. Cheese reflected minor price increases, and then nonfat dry milk crept slowly higher as well. On a weekly basis, Way saw the biggest move to the downside as that market has been rather quiet. SGX futures followed this week's global dairy trade action with support observed in skim milk powder and whole milk powder, given the better-than-expected results at the auction on Tuesday, while fat fell lower. Opposite global dairy trade, European energy exchange fat prices were higher this week. In general, this was a busy week for High Grounds analysts as we released an update to our global dairy price forecast on Monday. Tuesday was the final global dairy trade auction of August, which was overall pretty positive. From there, European trade data came out midweek for the month of June and with most production figures out as well. Lucas, what are some of the key concerns or risks associated with our current price outlook into 2023? Yeah, thanks, Alyssa. I will remind our listeners that we did do a webinar for our customers on Tuesday that highlighted almost an hour's worth of our comprehensive overview of our forecast analysts. So if you haven't watched that, I would highly recommend that. But just briefly here now, I think that you know we do put together both domestic and international forecasts now, but watching a few different things here that are risks to our published forecast prices. First, I think the economy remains a key risk that could change things here based on our current outlook. We're watching a lot of different things here, whether it's inflation, whether it's job growth, whether it's wage growth that, while strong, has not necessarily kept up with inflation. And coming off of the summer and as as students return to school, you know, we also think that parents might have realized how much some of those summer vacations cost and really, really might limit some of their spending here into the fall. All of this could have some impacts on uh, both food service spending and retail demand for dairy and could see some shifts here in overall prices. Another thing that we're watching is milk production growth. Several months ago, markets were well supported as supply had tightened, but now the U.S. has returned to growth. And even in Europe and New Zealand, while we don't expect very strong output, we're kind of meeting up some easier comparable values from prior year that without growth, we might even see some, you know, 0% to even slight gains based on weak prior year data. On the demand side as well, we'll get into that a little bit here as uh, GDT auction was this week and we got some good stats from there. Finally, I think China's buying has been more muted, so all eyes are on that country and what their uh, purchasing patterns shape out to be here in the coming months. Lots of things to consider here, and the timing on some of this kind of difficult to nail down. I think from a high ground perspective, we can uh, be confident in some of these variables and what they are in terms of impacting the market, but the critical thing that we will be watching is how they all converge to impact prices. Yes, there is certainly still a lot to watch for global markets as that shift away from supply concerns turns toward demand concerns. Speaking of demand, it was actually quite good on Tuesday from key export destination regions on the global dairy trade platform. 
There remains an abundance of negative headlines about China's economy, as well as purchasing power from emerging market countries. But North Asia, the Middle East, and Southeast Asia's demand came through better than anticipated. Southeast Asia's purchasing volume were the strongest since last October due to gains over prior year levels across each commodity. One of the statistics that stuck out most to us was Southeast Asia's skim milk powder demand jumped to six-year highs. Yeah, pretty interesting stats there on GDT. Uh, I think the a key takeaway was while whole milk powder continued to decline, skim was able to find support there, kind of a notable result. On the fat side, AMF dropping sharply, uh, very disjointed results there in AMF and butter. I think looking ahead, there is a three-week break until the next GDT auction. It is probable that weather conditions will have given buyers a little bit better idea on what milk will look like exactly from New Zealand over the next few months, helping to clarify some demand needs as the country moves towards the October peak. Uh, Shifting maybe to Europe, what's going on there, Alyssa? While June trade data was mostly negative, with contacts within the region also stating that dairy solids are tight. Overall, European dairy demand is in its summer doldrums, and we've been hearing that for weeks, and buyers have been just unwilling to commit to holding on to some relatively historically expensive inventory. From the production standpoint during June, losses from Europe have lessened but still remain negative as key regions continue to struggle with drought and imminent energy restrictions. Yeah, those drought concerns are still very high across basically the majority of the continent, uh, but also they remain rather widespread here in the U.S. and even into China, we were reading this week. Seeing those top economies add another piece of uncertainty to their long list of economic issues has been a key area to watch as milk supposedly improves on a global scale, at least from a lot of the regions that we're watching. Will that last from anywhere outside of the U.S., though? Time will tell. Oh, yes, very ominous. It will be interesting to see how things shake out over the next month. And as always, we'll be here to keep you as close to the markets as possible. Thank you for listening today, and we hope you have a great weekend. Looking forward to coming on next week. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Thank you.